Warning, the following episode contains themes of mental illness and imprisonment. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, and welcome back to the Galdercast. Music in today's episode comes courtesy of Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com and Darren Curtis at DarrenCurtisMusic.com, licensed under Creative Commons Attribution Licenses 3.0 and 4.0 respectively. Additional music comes from Arcane Anthems. You can support them at Patreon.com slash Arcane Anthems. If you want to help support this podcast, you can do so by heading over to galdercast.creator-spring.com and checking out our show merch. Now, on to today's episode of Galdercast. So, before uh, we do a what do you guys want to do, (laughs) everyone roll perception. A A retroactive perception. And I'm going to roll for Smiley until uh, he is here. I got a 15. I got a 50. Everybody. Damn, this is... That hurt to... Yes! I have I'm a thousand stuck hours. Me yeah, I'm stuck with me. Ah, fucking nerd. <laughs> to be fair, I probably have quite a bit as well. <clears throat> Perception, right? Yes. Perception. Crack open the speed juice. Do so, like. Oh yeah. No. Useless. Do I even bother? Uh, go for it. Okay. So, everyone but panic. Hey. What's new? What's new? So here's the thing. Uh Mm, How to explain this? After your fight with the Illithids, where. You were spoken directly into your minds. Or essentially the first time ever in your lives. You realize that the sensation you got from that is very similar to something you've all experienced before. Uh-oh. And it's Uh-oh. the way Graves speaks. Ah. <laughs> that that sensation that when whenever Graves speaks, that it feels like his voice is both coming from him. And directly behind your ear. Wait, did I meet Graves yet? Yeah, you have. have Graves. Morgan's met Graves? Okay. Yes, Yes, you have met Graves. And it's that sensation of how he speaks to you. It feels so odd, like this dual tone where it's a whisper behind your ear, but somehow super audible, but also from him. And it's only once that you had the Illithid speak directly into your minds that... It's that, like, feeling that it's almost coming from behind your ear or almost inside your own ear of direct telepathy that you realize that's what Graves has been doing, too. But his is somehow different that you can't tell right away. It doesn't feel like it's in your head. It feels like it's just really weird. So you now all know that... My brain. Yeah. Graves has been speaking into your minds this entire time. Feels like gaslighting. Gaslit me into thinking he has a voice. What the fuck? Now, who who in the group has seen Graves' true form? I know Smiley has. I have not. Did I? I feel like Sigmund might have. Sigmund has, yeah. Sigmund has. I just saw his true form, right? Not Morgan. Finn has, not Morgan. Finn has. (laughs) Finn was the first one to see it, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But Finn's not here right now. Sorry, Finn can't come to the phone right now. Right now, please leave a message. Finn was perceptive, but I never rolled good enough to see anything, so. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. Technically, Smiley could roll, but for now, 
Sigmund, you get to roll another history check. Oh. To try and identify graves. <laughs> what is, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I haven't seen him, so I can't. I am historying! Seven. Oh, wow. <laughs> Sigmund. I love it. Quick. He remains a mystery. Sigmund, Sigmund quick. Nobody I can see knows. you thinking. Explain Graves' true form and I will do a history. <laughs> I can't. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Head empty. No thoughts. Hey, hey, Kev. How about I send you the image of Graves, his true form, and you try to explain it? Okay. Oh, banger. Ooh. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go, Morgan Smarty Pants over here. Let me get my book. Okay, um, we're gonna send the alpha images. Here to see. Alpha male. Fucking word vomit. Got a hammer on him. <laughs> there we go. Now try and describe that. Let's see here. I just heard Kevin give up. <laughs> this is going to be exciting. I haven't even opened the picture yet, so. I mean, to be fair, you've encountered this one multiple times. Oh, um, oh no. <clears throat> right, you want a description of Graves? Yes, please. Describe him in full detail. Imagine a pale, tall person. Okay. Only their facial features are subdued like their eyes are shallow holes. their mouth there's a silhouette of it but it's somewhat covered by flesh now take the arms of this humanoid figure extend them on the knee now picture hands but on top of those hands there are other fingertips so he has two two hands like extra hands or fingers that come from his hands. Almost fingers coming, extra long fingers coming out of his. Whack. <coughs> okay. Okay. Is is that Sigmund's full explanation? Yes. Okay. So Morgan, you can roll a history mm -hmm. check. Banger, <laughs> the I'll DC of which is questionable. Well, my brain is big and wrinkly, so maybe mm -hmm. I'll, I'll. It do is it. big and wrinkly, but is it wrinkly oh, enough? That is the question. <laughs> History. History. I don't like this. <laughs> ah! Oh, nice! Oh my god! Fucking yeah! <laughs> <laughs> twenty-seven. Uh, based off of this vague description, <laughs> actually, I know his social insurance number. <laughs> and... <laughs> So hot it's damn. a little difficult. It takes you a hot second to like this feels vaguely familiar. This is something you've definitely heard of before until you have to piece together the description of a creature that's almost, you know, like third hand told to you. Mm -hmm. <coughs> and eventually you finally land. This is the description of a phalagnid. Phalagnid. How do you spell that? <laughs> you don't. Uh, <laughs> here, I'll pop Felusia? it in chat. But it's <laughs> we're going to P H A L A N D. Wait, no, sorry. G N I D. <laughs> Phalagnid, <laughs> as in phalanges, because ah. I'm not that creative with naming things. Um, okay. Phalagnids are like okay. Well, my thing says monstrosities, but I'm pretty sure I changed them to fake creatures. Mm -hmm. <coughs> um. 
they're well essentially as graves as they are rarely weird they love the strange and unusual unique things um <clears throat> they're also natural enchanters um they are arcanely gifted where with their second set of elongated fingers they're able to enchant objects at half the time ah. that it would normally take someone else okay. um however they do tend to be a little um We'll say Sketchy. enigmatic. <clears throat> Not enigmatic. Yeah, enigmatic is, is going to work. Um, because of their strange obsessions with uh, curiosities, <clears throat> as they themselves are, they tend to uh, implore very dubious means to get what they want. They're not necessarily like, evil creatures, um, in but they are they definitely not out. Shit. Like, they curse the shit you get from them, or, like, they are... Um, they well, you've never heard too much of, of um, merchants who are phalagnids, though many do tend to hide in plain sight. Um, yes. <clears throat> what they like to do is they will use whatever means they want to get what they want. So if there's a particular item that, or object item curiosity that they want to have... They will do whatever they deem necessary to obtain it. <clears throat> so now, that means Graves <clears throat> has a shop for a reason, and he hasn't gotten it yet. Um, now you don't know this, but as if, as and when you described this, <laughs> there's a few people in the party that have these glass eyes <laughs> that Graves has given you. I take you. one out. I'm like, do this thing. <clears throat> oh, um, you also know right. two other things. They have naturally illusory appearances. Yes. Um, essentially, they have a natural ability that mimics the disguise self spell. Yes. Um, but it's always on. However, someone who can dispel magic or has a high enough perceptive ability uh, can see through the illusion eventually, which seems to be whenever you guys leave the shop last, uh, the illusion seems to break, fade, glitch, whatever, and you can see his true form. And the other thing they have is subtle telepathy. Where they speak telepathically as they do not have a physical mouth. Um, but their telepathy, you can't identify it as telepathy. It just feels like they're talking right next to you. Right. Which is what you guys have been um, <clears throat> subjected Encountering. to. Encountering. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Experiencing. And the glass <clears throat> eyes, would I have any idea what those mean from it from this kind of history check no this would seem to be something unique to this particular phalagnid and i will actually put on for everyone the description of a phalagnid since morgan has uh more than likely seen an image of one uh, yeah I'm in, in books or whatever them. especially being uh, someone who studies magic you would have probably learned about phalagnids um Deals with phalagnids uh, can be beneficial, but... Yeah, exactly. Can I do an Arcana check on the eyeballs, or an Identify, or both? And <clears> or? <throat> sure. Uh, Arcana first, then you can do Identify. Okay, Arcana. 14. God, that, 14. God damn it. <clears throat> so, this eye seems to have vague magical properties. Uh, no real arcane runes on them, um, but the way it is constructed does seem to be magical in, in its properties. 
Now you can cast Identify, and you can roll me a d20. Okay. <clears throat> Six. Okay, so you're at a two. And casting Identify, <laughs> there's not really a set, um, we'll say programming for this magical item. However, it seems to be some sort of semi-scrying, semi-conjuration uh, item where the eye acts on the interest of graves and when it encounters an item that is unique enough or would pique his interest. So whenever a magical item or particular item comes within range of the eye, it will activate, he can scry through it, and if it's interesting enough, the eye will obtain the item and hold it within itself. Ooh, like a little the next time, yeah, the next time the eye goes back to Graves, it returns to him and he gets the item. I see. So Can does I he tell if this eye is holding anything? No, these eye, the eye that uh, Panic procures is not holding anything. Christ, um, she emptied. Identify a bunch more times to figure. It also out has. Uh, we won't say uh, a curse, but almost something akin to a devil contract, where uh, hmm. it, it's it's bound to the person who has it until such a time that it obtains an item. So you can't Fuck. stop it. Goddamn. It's it's essentially an agreed upon curse. Well, hmm. I don't have an eye. You, he's robbing you guys blind, though. Get wrecked. Um, <laughs> sorry, he's robbing you guys blind, though. <laughs> Get wrecked. <laughs> yes, Get and the wrecked. people who have eyes Absolutely are Crisis destroyed. and Smiley. <laughs> Crisis and Smiley both have an eye, as did Finn, yep. but Finn's no longer with you. Mm, he's dead. Double teamed. Wait, so did Valtroy. For oh, the, the members who know Valtroy, he has one too. Oh, well. Right, row. I don't know who that guy is. <laughs> He's a fun guy. Maybe you'll meet him. <laughs> oh, really? He sounds wonderful. He is. He's very, very friendly. Very friendly. I warn you. Um, so, there's there's the retroactive um, <coughs> perception check I had forgotten to make you guys roll. Um, so now back to the actual present time <laughs> in-world game in Kasra, in the... I believe you're, yeah, you're camping out in the hidden basement of the Gleaming Temple. Yes, we were hiding, and we were planning on going to Eddie Murphy's house, right? <laughs> Yeah, what what is your <laughs> guys' next? Yes, the, uh, ha the haunted, the little, the scary. Oh, the <coughs> asylum. The scary the school sanatorium. for crazy people. The sanatorium, excuse me. Yes, the sanctimonium. Do we know anything about it? I feel like. Uh, you you had some vague information. Yeah, like it's sort <clears throat> of kind of. Haunted. Like, 
yes yeah, you have so a, you have a few like myths. In, in the area it's it's sort of believed to be the root of all evil in the area the cause of all the dead mm -hmm. that walk around mm -hmm. before where it got worse. where are we right now in a basement after we say oh, we're gonna yeah. pop on over to the name. city map after oh, we say apple 20 does this now the okay. smart <laughs> you guys are are right here kind of center of the city uh, at the gleaming oh. temple number three Do you think maybe your boy Sebastian would have some more intel on this spooky place? Probably not. I want to see him. Too bad. I mean, look. As <laughs> I want to pet a cat. I love Sebastian. Christ, I really do. I just, I don't want to subject him to you all. <laughs> Oh, I'm hurt. It, what no, the it's fuck? Just, it's just it, look, you all require you require a lot of social energy, and I love him. He needs, he needs his social energy Back to run rubs. the shop. He needs and scritches. We have um, I have no money. I'll get him something money. special. We haven't got any money to spend. I'll get him something special. Okay, well then once you do, we'll go visit Sebastian. But until then, I think we should go check out the scary insane asylum. <coughs> we should, but I think we should gather intel. Um, we have on it first. Like secret passages or secret, secret tunnels. <laughs> There's a bridge. Yes. Look, here's, um, Chris, Chris, so Morgan so knows where I, the Clearwater I, Sanatorium I, is. Yes, um, I lived here. There's a bridge. It is. It is number seventeen, not you know an exact location, but it's it's on this um, middle islet um, that lies in the center of the river that splits Hasra in two and separates the river quarter from the rest of the city. <clears throat> Banger. So it's it's right here on, on on this little island between everything. It sounds really spooky. Is there a, a wall that does the entire circuit of the island? Uh, no. We could always take a boat and just... I mean, there's a bridge that goes to the island. <laughs> yes, but if we don't want to take the bridge and Crisis wants to do something a little more subterfuge in nature, we could always take a boat. Or we mm. could swim! No. Nothing. Does that sound fun? No. Not for uh, yes, another panic. option. Yes, it we can. Crazy idea. Walk across the bridge. Maybe. Good lords. Possibly. I just look. Guys, it's a big spooky haunted island that nobody really well, likes to go to. The I island itself is not the entire sanatorium. Well, I uh, mean, the sanatorium's I on the island, but there's other yeah, things there. Like I we're looking at, the whole island mm, I wouldn't say ill bazaar sized, but Il like it's not tiny. Uh, Il Perot is bigger than Il Bazaar. Oh, um, um, but like just Pancor? Maybe, yeah. Banger. Look at me getting it. <laughs> like it's it's not small like it's a smaller island yeah in comparison okay. to the city 
but it's still like, large enough any, that is there is there people who are going to try and stop us from going in there oh definitely not like it's it's a crossway between the river quarter and the rest of the city um okay, because a lot of to... craftsmen uh and you know businesses or trades that require more space mm -hmm. uh are built on the opposite side of the river because yeah, right. uh smells space noise all that um they're separated from the rest of the city so they can just travel to and from uh like the main bulk of the city by going through that small island <clears throat> right, 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 right. Okay. if not it would just be a larger bridge going across it just so happens that right. there is a landmass okay. in the center so here's the deal <clears throat> okay nobody's gonna stop us from going in so we don't really need to be sneaky. I just shouldn't be seen by any official-looking people or assassins. Get a big sun hat. I have a sun hat. Or I can just disguise myself and we walk down this big main road that leads right there from where we are. <laughs> and, and we just go check it out. Probably take like, I don't know, how long would it take for us to walk that? Like half hour? Yeah, twenty minutes ish. Twenty minutes. Do you know? Do you know how minutes, big it is? Myself. Morgan, do you know how big the sanatorium is? How big is it? Roll me a d one hundred to see if you've ever been near it, <clears throat> near enough to know the size of it. Like, what if it's ginormous? Um, sizable but not huge. Um, it's massive. As a sanatorium, it was privately owned, so uh, it's not like, you know, several wings with, like, 20 rooms each and, like, multiple levels. It's it's a smaller establishment, but it's still sizable in the area it takes up. Okay, so I'm going to get, I'm going to, I'm going to look crisis in the eyes and I'm going to, I'm going to take a knee. Big eyes. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say crisis. I like an eye. <laughs> yes. This asylum was owned by the richest family in Kosra. So we should eat them. Wait. It's one of the biggest <laughs> asylums in the world and it's been abandoned for years and years and years. It's got to be spooky shit in there. Yeah, and yeah. there's plenty of people who live in the area over there. We can ask them some questions. I'm just afraid something's gonna fuck with my head. I don't have a lot of intelligence, you know. That's okay. I do, so I'll protect your brain with my brain. <laughs> what if yours goes all mush again, like it did a few days ago? Well, you're sort of useless. I'll... Yes, but <laughs> I just think your brain was quite mush, and you weren't exactly able to protect yourself. I know, I but look at me now. I've come so far. And I'm doing I so much, and I'm feeling. rolling so well. So let's just go <laughs> and check out the insane asylum. I don't know how well that's going to work. Mm. Let's go. <laughs> okay, you've convinced Crisis. me. Crisis, if if Morgan uh, has a brain fart again, I will protect you with my brain. It's okay. I feel confident here. I'll protect Team. myself. Look, uh. look at that. Me, segment Crisis, Team Brain, okay? Penny, Are you calling me, Dob? Yes. Well, no, it's just that we're protecting her brain with our brains. So, team brain. It's like in Ghost in the Shell when they make a dummy barrier. Panic is the dummy barrier. 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. See how the first obstacle. <laughs> See how it is. Mm. Fucking I fucking love it. Mm. I'm just I'm trying to back here. It's fine. Whatever. I'm not. All crying. right. Let's All right. go to the sanatorium then. Okay. I guess. So, <laughs> as you guys leave the um. The Gleaming Temple sub-basement, you are met with, uh, Hiln. Oh, who yeah. Who looks much better now. Hiln is the head cleric. The person you saved yesterday. Oh, yes. yeah. The person A magic got book. locked in space. Thank and God. And also Smiley's there. We're all hey! hey! He's back. <laughs> He's here. Smiley, um, you, like, you look like you were unconscious on your feet. Is that Several Smiley, seconds ago. A thousand yard stare for the past like <laughs> twenty minutes. Weird, He's been focusing man. on the information he just got about graves. Wait, what? Yeah, big info. All right, so quick info dump. Uh, brain not braining. Graves is too much at once. And he's oh. fallopian, and he's got tubes for fingers, and he shoots eggs. <laughs> um, after encountering the illithids who spoke directly into your minds using telepathy you guys most of you recognize that this is the same way that graves actually talks to you it's just you never recognized it as telepathy before through that and a hilarious uh um description by sigmund morgan realized uh what he is he's a phalagnid uh creatures who are very good enchanters but love curiosities tend to have dubious intents uh and or alignments uh, or intentions, I guess. <clears throat> uh, they are able to disguise themselves magically innately, and they have an ability called subtle, subtle telepathy that allows them to uh, speak into your head without you realizing that's what they're doing. Also, the eyes are like semi-cursed. All those fingers. Yeah. Also, they don't have mouths, so they can't eat. Or eyes. Uh, so yeah, the picture the picture up on the on the chat is the Phalagnid and Graves' true form. Spooky shit. <clears throat> I figured that was the case. Um, also, those eyes that you have are semi-cursed. Semi-cursed. Hooray! Yes, and they steal shit from us. They're robbing you <clears throat> blind. Whoever has an eyeball. Which is Smiley and Crisis. And now that you guys are... I've decided to go to the sanatorium. <laughs> You've now left the sub-basement. Are they actively stealing things from us, or? Um, well, well from Morgan's not right now. Not actively. is from Morgan's you go about life. <laughs> it'll steal shit from you. One thing, I think. You go yeah, one life. one item. Then, it basically it's it a semi scry, and when a particular item that catches Graves' attention comes within proximity of the eye, it will take that item. It like dings. but it's just one. One item. Per eye. Yeah, that was that was that was the deal we made with him. Mm -hmm. It was. That's yeah, why it's a semi curse. It was an yeah, agreed upon contract. Morgan yeah. doesn't know that. <clears throat> no, Morgan like, doesn't know that. Morgan doesn't know shit. So she's like, "You guys did what? You have these eyeballs? Well, they're stealing from you because they take things." <laughs> yep, I, I we mean, are aware. Morgan and I go. It's not theft if it's payment for services rendered. What did you Wait, do? I can. <clears throat> Uh, do you do you see this thing? Wouldn't you want hand, to know? Do you see this thing in my hand that saved our lives multiple times, and mine especially? Oh, no, I got no, this. Right. Hmm? 
I think this is worth you the got, So you bought a sword for an eyeball that steals from you? I don't think <laughs> I'm not. I, I bought a sword that's worth far more than almost anything we've seen so far. And that, again, does things that should not be physically possible in return for unnamed magic item in the near future. <clears throat> the choices some of you people make shouldn't be mentally possible. I don't understand you. You're all insane. Why would you put yourself in that position? Let's, Let's go, go to the asylum, hospital. then. Yeah, so as I'm you not, leave the sub-basement, you do uh, meet with Hiln. <laughs> Who, again, looks much better today. Good morning, uh, Hill. It's me and my merry band of idiots. Good morning. <laughs> um, Sorry, which, which one of us is the broke scholar? <laughs> hey, well, Oof. which one of us is, the, is dumb and killed the whole family? Panic. <laughs> That's what I thought. Technically, I, I didn't kill anybody in my family. That's not in fact, I, I specifically let her live. I, I, uh, I just want to point out that you also put yourself in a position to get tentacle molested by an elder god. Just ah, well, that's we don't what need to I'm that. Yeah, okay. uh, which I has uh, one more day on it. How, how's it? How do those? Uh, how do those tentacles feel? By the way, they slide. Mm -hmm. I want you to find out. Cold and clammy, and you're kind of getting a taste for bondage. How are those? How are those suction cups feeling? <laughs> yeah, like yeah, you have the worst luck. You have the worst luck with people wanting to touch you. I really do. <laughs> well, sometimes I have the um, best luck, honestly. Right, no, you have... Did I, I put the counters down already. You have two days, including today. <laughs> okay. So, uh, <laughs> you meet up um, with Helm, who, um... Yes. Right, um, well, now that uh, we've been within the immaterial pane for just a, a bit longer, uh, Dalve has informed me that the next parliamentary meeting will be within three days. Um, Fuck. upon your request for me to speak with, uh, Mr. Iverius Ibn, uh, that yes. would probably be the soonest time that I would be able to do that. Three days is not <laughs> bad. We'll take it. Right. Um. Thank you. You're, of course, welcome to stay here for as long as you need. Uh, I do have a few, uh, a few more. things to um, <clears throat> take care of on my own. So, uh, if you require me, I'll probably be uh, within my room study. <clears throat> Doing some research. Uh, if if I'm not there, ask Dalv. I'll probably have headed up uh, into the Sky Quarter. <clears throat> right. The, uh, the Cathedral of Cinder and Lunar Observatory do have slightly larger uh, libraries than I possess here, and despite my lower standing on the religious hierarchy, they do uh, <clears throat> they do allow me to do my research as, as needed. So, cool. um, I bid you a, a good day, and if you need me, come find me. They walk right. off. Cool. And then we walk off and check ourselves in. Yep. Yeah. All right. So, uh, I'm assuming Morgan's <laughs> casting Disguise Self? Yes, I am. Roll me that d20. And this time, I'm Disguise Selfing to look like a, non a nondescript man. I honestly thought you said you were going to describe you were disguising yourself as a nun. <laughs> no, because if I do it wrong, I'll draw attention. D20. 18. Okay, out of three. <clears throat> Sick. Uh, so yeah, I'm just going to disguise myself as like regular, like any 
just guy, like regular Joe, like preset guy one. <laughs> literally, literally turns into Kid Rock. Pokemon yeah. trainer number two. You you see me cycle through disguises like bop bop bop. This one. <laughs> my head, my head. It's like character selection times. in GTA. Yeah, exactly. Or in Fallout my, 4. My head oh, changes. Yeah. My shirt changes. You see it slide <laughs> left and right. The character. All right, I'm good. Mm. I'm, I'm just. You just hit it. randomizer. What? <laughs> character randomizer one. <clears throat> Gotta okay. know this um, has a text system. Fucking. <laughs> so you guys head off uh, through the city. Uh, you take the main road. You're not too um, <coughs> concerned about being spotted, especially since Morgan has now disguised herself. Uh, plus, main road is the quickest way to get there. You go down. You can see uh, again, despite the overcast and uh, current, uh, like drizzling rain. People have their shops set up outside. They just have you know tarps overhead. Uh, people are going about their daily business, shopping, um, going to and fro with wares general city din just within a uh, ever-present overcast and uh, rainstorm almost like they live in victorian london <laughs> amazing <clears throat> and uh as you head down the closer you get towards the river and the river quarter and the bridge that leads there you can see there's kind of less and less people um most of the shops keep themselves more towards the city center and within the ship quarter and even the homes, uh, although most seem to be lived in, seem to be a bit more derelict as you get towards the riverbank. Eventually, you do get to this large stone bridge, uh, probably 50 little more feet across. <coughs> and probably, I'd say half a kilometer uh, across the river. This is, this is a large river, like we're talking one of the wider parts of the St. Lawrence. Uh, as you cross it, there's actually some stalls and shops on the bridge itself. And it oh, acts man, as this strange like... trade market um, between a lot of the artisans that have their businesses within the um, within the river quarter on the south, the southern shoreline and the uh, the main city. Almost acts as this like intertrading hub. After another couple of minutes, you arrive onto the small island that has, amongst other things, the Clearwater Sanatorium. And you can see the buildings here is this weird thing where the buildings on this island are almost very rich looking. They're much larger than anything else. There's a lot more space between them. A lot of them have like uh, their own for like miniature forests around them. And... You seem to be more in the rich area. We'll say, you know, bigger Il Bazaar. Um, where you have just mansion upon mansion upon mansion. With lots of space between them. And the roads are very scarce. There's this one large main road that leads between the two bridges on the island. <clears throat> and it's like just lined on the side with trees. And then other roads will split off with more trees. Like we're talking, you know, like assists road there's orchard trees lining this road and this one's paved but the others some are some are paved some are gravel some are uh, rutted dirt and uh, eventually Morgan comes to one that leads to the east 
uh, of the island. And you can see this one is definitely not traveled. The dirt road, uh, though still rutted, is much less so as no carts have passed here in a long time. You can just see vague old wagon ruts in the earth that are now overgrown with reeds, weeds, uh, other grassy vegetation, <clears throat> and a narrow line of trees running off for at least, <clears throat> we'll say, 150, 200 feet away from the main road. And this road seems somehow darker than the rest. The trees have not been kept or pruned or trimmed. They have overgrown their branches almost interlocking over top the uh, derelict road. You can see just vaguely in the distance uh, just past like a small hill or, or mound. The Clearwater Sanatorium. You turn down this road and start walking towards it. Eventually you can see this massive building that's just been weathered by time. Um... Two, uh, two stories uh, <clears throat> of a building. You can see thin windows lining the front. In the center is a large main <clears throat> building with two large double doors. All the windows are either shattered, have bars, or are boarded up one way or another. The can windows I at the front are um, shuttered closed, but you can see cracks through the wood. Uh, the the building itself has, like, dripping dirt down it, and it's just, it looks ancient. And I will pop on. I have two re-reference images into chat for what you are looking at here. I, I just want to check if there's anything else peeking, if there's anything peeking at us from the windows. Roll perception. Yeah. I so we're looking see at the burned, out build, the burned out building of John Abbott, is what you're saying? <laughs> Almost, yeah. yeah. Pretty much. Oh, <clears throat> They're doing some work on that shit. I can't park there anymore, I'm annoyed. Twelve. Uh, you do not see anything there. And I will also I don't move us to... trust it. <laughs> boom. My little map for this. Uh-oh. Now you can I'm see not. that the narrow street and overgrowth overgrown trees do let up into a larger we'll say courtyard of sorts <clears throat> it's the property on which the Clearwater Sanatorium sits and it is surrounded by its own miniature forest like many of the other properties are and it isolates this building from everything else the trees although sparse towards the building give a which give like a what may have once been a, a homey or, or upper class uh, garden, large garden field, uh, have now overgrown much of the grasses, almost knee height on those uh, of regular height and chin height of the other two. Um, the trees become denser a little further away from the home and just sound doesn't escape. You can hardly hear anything outside of this small arboreal enclosed courtyard do not like zero stars the rutted mm. dirt road leads directly up to the large double doors that lead into the main uh, section of the sanatorium <clears throat> and you can see there may have once been 
maybe a larger paved area here, but the stones have broken, shattered, been moved, stolen, who knows. And now it's just this large dirt area. <clears throat> Around the front doors. What would you like to do? Mm-mm. Right, well, I think we need to go inside. I'm gonna cast... Hang on. I'm gonna do a thing. I... I got a bad feeling about this place, bruh. My character sheet, because I... That's the idea. But you didn't have a bad feeling about the times we unleashed literal demons? No. <laughs> now that said no something. <laughs> so the thing is, I should completely ignore your instincts? Uh, no, think, definitely I not. I think that would be a wise decision. No. Uh, DM, Unwise. I will take a moment to ritual cast. Detect magic. Okay. Sure, 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 sure. Uh, ritual cast well, is still uh, a d20, so roll me that. Natural 20. <laughs> while we wait the 10 minutes, Smiley just goes around kicking rocks and looking at the place. Sure. Um, you're now at four. Roll a perception check. <clears throat> Both Morgan and Smiley. Oh, shit. And Smiley is, you know, kicking rocks and looking around. Morgan, 19. Oof. <clears throat> 10. Uh, what is the radius on Detect Magic again? 30 feet? 30 feet. Okay, let's see, let's see. Uh, nope, wrong one. No, you do not sense anything magical within the radius of Detect Magic right now. I will walk closer to the building. I mean, you're you're standing pretty much right in front of it. Mm. Unless you guys nothing did not want to approach the building before? entirely. No, no magic I on the don't. door. Smiley, check the door for traps. <laughs> uh, Smiley with a 10 perception, nothing really catches your eye. Again, you just now have a yeah, closer I... view of everything else that was previously described. You can now see, like, the windows have bars on them as, you know, it's a sanatorium. Oh, <clears> also, <throat> I, I I'm going to cast Mage Armor on myself while I have a thought <laughs> in my yeah. brain. Wise. I found a perfect skipping stone and got very frustrated that there was no lake to throw it at. Yeah. Uh, so roll me another d20. Got a four right now. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, you surge. Uh, roll me a d100. I have to open up the uh, link. <clears throat> Five. Five. Ooh. What's that guy? And be? this is where the campaign ends, guys, because I fired. <laughs> Don't worry, you're still on nuisance because you're only casting one to three, five. Oh my god, I just read number one. Oh no, that's on extreme. Sorry. Great reaction. Hey Morgan. Fun. Yeah. You have a beard made of feathers. <laughs> 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 Which remains until you sneeze. Until you sneeze. So you amazing. all watch Morrigan grow this thick woodsman beard of dark purple feathers in what? just a what? second. What? It's like mage armor. Poof. Is that <laughs> supposed to happen? Um, Morgan. Okay. So you're yes. back at a one, you, got, you have a beard of feathers. <laughs> you've got something on your face. 
Oh, uh, for fuck's sake. Oh, that's too much. I love it. <laughs> All right, well, I guess this is me now. Uh, if it wait. matters, I think you look beautiful. I mean, I don't oh. think Morgan knows that she has to sneeze to get rid of it. So. <coughs> I don't I think so. No, you don't. But I'm just letting the, the, the player know to see, because we don't, you know, really roll for, are you going to sneeze in this area? Mm-hmm. And I think the intent is if the player sneezes, but I don't think we are going to sneeze at this point in time. Um, <laughs> so I will at it's probably one season. point just choose to see if you sneeze. Okay, cool. Well, this is me now. Let's go check out. I mean, hey, you are going into a very old and apparently abandoned building that's probably covered in dust. So who knows? True. I mean, you could take one of the feathers out of the beard, tickle your nose with it, and you'd be fine. Smiley, have you ever plucked your eyebrows? Yes. I'm a half imagine elf. Of plucking, I have. Imagine plucking <laughs> a feather out of your face. Ouchies. Have, have you ever pulled a nose hair? Hmm. Smiley, I'm a woman. Of course, I've pulled a nose hair. Then you know exactly that. I, then you know I, you very well that I, I know I, exactly what do you think? I live in a cave. <laughs> Technically, you did. I was gonna say. Well, other than the time that I did, and whenever we sleep in one, shut up. Let's go. <laughs> I just don't right. talk about this anymore. I, I'm an upper class half elf. Of course, I've done the grooming things. Yes, so imagine pulling a feather out of your face and then shut up and also let's go. <laughs> just because I, I, I want to pop her, it into chat. I reach out to her beard and just like yoink. It hurts quite a bit because it's larger than a hair. Oh, can we touch it? I'm just touching your beard. Feeling it. Ooh. Uh, DM. Yeah. Does it do any damage? No, it doesn't do damage. Just Damn it. Irritatingly uncomfortable. If it if it did a hit point of damage, I would have hellish rebuked him. Oh dear God! <laughs> no, <laughs> plucking a feather is not enough to do damage. It's just irritating oh, and like, does. Maybe I've got like you know some blood trickling down my face, like enough to do one hit point. No, I'm I'm, I'm I'm baby girl. I'm weak. It is it is not enough to do damage. Frail. You have to like I'm grab like a handful and rip them. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> uh, so yeah. You guys going in? Yes, I am. Okay. Okay, okay. If Smiley has checked the door for traps, if he's done ripping things off of my body... <laughs> oh, you know you'd love for me to rip other things off your body. Oh, gods. You take that back right now. You take that Sorry. back. We're, we're I wash your mouth out with soap. <laughs> this is me just stroking the beard. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, smiley roll investigation if you're checking the yeah. door for traps. <laughs> if not, you can just walk in. It is not trapped. Um, yeah, it's not even locked. Uh, I like that. Can, can we do the thing where, like, as I'm as, as I'm checking the door for traps, it just kind of like swings open. Yeah, and I just quite literally, and I go, I just do like a shrug. Because you start you like start examining, you know, the 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 door frame. Are you feeling around, checking if there's any like wires or anything hidden? You can see through the cracks. As you get to the seam where the two doors meet, you're like checking, and just one of them kind of swings open a bit with a low creak. Well, not trapped. Also not locked. And now that it's open, there's like a bit of a breeze that goes between the door and it starts swinging 
ever so slightly. Just, Ooh, eh, how's my eh, how's my detect eh, magic doing? Eh. Am I picking up any juice? Nope, nothing right now. Um, <clears throat> that shit. Now, as you look inside, uh, it's we won't say it's dim light just yet, but it's still pretty low light. You're getting on Dork. the verge of dim light because a lot of the windows have been blocked. But luckily, a few still remain that are shattered or still have the window open and weren't boarded up, or the boards were torn off, who knows. You can see a large common room in front of you. Um, um, <clears throat> I'm assuming that because this is very disused for it seems to be a long time, that everything's very dusty? Yes, indeed it is. I'm going to cop a fistful of dust from wherever I can. But surreptitiously. Okay. Well, As you, you can enter in, you see that, yes, there is a pretty thick layer of dust that just coats everything in this room. You can see there are a few chairs uh, strewn about the room, but most have been neatly lined up against the back wall and stacked on top of each other, you know, like in high school. Um, There's a large hearth towards the back wall, along with a couple of pillars, which are those little round things you can see in the center of the map here. I hear a bird somewhere. (laughs) Um... You can see there are pillars, uh, support pillars. <clears throat> On the sides, you see there are a number of bookshelves or cabinets that would have probably held uh, maybe activities or something in previous years, but now stand empty. So you're saying there used to be so much room for activities? <laughs> yeah, it was an activity room. Uh, who would know? Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> right next to the door, there is a, re- a tiny reception desk. Uh, you know, a little watch table for orderlies who would have probably kept this um this area under watch there's a couple of benches towards the sides a few uh, semi-broken uh, dirt and dust covered statues inside the far corners of every wall <clears throat> towards either side near the center of the room uh you see there are two doorways that lead into the wings you can see you could see from outside uh, those doors both remain, or those sets of doors both remain closed for now. And in the center of the room, you see there is a spiraling stone staircase that leads both up and down. <clears throat> hmm. Mm. All right. So <clears throat> I assume we're inside now. We've stepped in. Yes, you are inside now. Okay. All right. Mm. Team meeting. I think... We should leave! No, I don't think that. I think we should explore this level first. Then go up to the top. And then work our way down. I I do love the fact of, like, crisis. Demons, devils, elder gods, monsters. Who cares? Ghosts? Fuck that shit. <laughs> Spooky Freaky thing. house? No, no, no. <laughs> Ghost? No, no, possibly haunted house? No, no, no thank you. No. <laughs> I, I go, you know what, Morgan? I'm, I'm inclined to agree with you. And also, I blow the dust in her face. Okay. Morgan, make a con save. Also, <laughs> I'm good at those. 11. Why not? You just succeed. 
Nah. You don't sneeze. <laughs> Smiley, you motherfucker. I have it's, allergies. You, you, you now have that? dry nose. Um, that was the point. Is bullying you to be helpful. You now have dry nose, though. And um, you are going to have quite a cough. Fuck. Thanks. That's helpful. <clears throat> I'm coughing now. Let's go I, look I at the rest of the room. I was trying to make you sneeze. So you wouldn't have a oh. beard anymore. As luscious as it is. Eh, didn't work. It's very soft. Like, it is a good beard, but I thought you didn't <laughs> want a beard, so I'm trying to help. <clears throat> I don't in think a, I know a... that I have to sneeze to get rid of it. No, you don't. So, I don't know but that. Somebody give me some pepper. <laughs> Ash is going to give a nosebleed. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, so we, where, we, are you, where are you guys headed? Where are you going first? <clears throat> I figured... We, uh, I always say Home. left. All right. <laughs> Did that magic pick it up anything on this door? No, no, nothing. To the left, to the left. I'm going oh. to open the door. You open the door and you see a hallway that resembles the room you were just in, which I did not uh, mention. It does actually look very nice. Like It does look like um, a facility that would have housed people of more well-to-do backgrounds. Like, the floor is beautiful, dark hardwood. Granted, it is now discolored by the dust and age, uh, with some slight pools of water that have dripped in through whatever ceiling or leaks have occurred throughout the years of disuse. You know, guys, this hallway this is, is very similar. Real estate. <clears throat> it is. It's we actually pretty nice. Um, pretty and you can see a long hallway lined with ten doors, uh, mm -hmm. each across from each other, uh, disused uh oil lamps <clears throat> that are uh, very, we'll say, well locked up so that you would need a special key to get into the oil or even get at the flight. Uh, these, these were built for security within, you know, a facility where people probably did not have uh, very good mental health. Uh, you see each of the doors does have a, um, like, a locking mechanism from the outside. But they are still very nice, dark, wood-paneled doors. <clears throat> I Although the two at the very far end are, are like, right up against the wall and don't seem yes. to lead into large rooms. Yeah, so I'm going to stroll down the hallway and see if my Detect Magic picks up anything from these doors or anything in the hallway. Um, opening Before doors or just walking down? I'm just walking down. I want to take a look around. Okay. Um... So no, no magic popping up um, from here. Just there's spooky shit about. Uh, Rule investigation. I'm also feeling very, very nervous and scared. So simultaneously going to look for spiders. Okay, I didn't hear half of that because you broke up a lot. You also sounded like you were going really fast yeah, on my. Yeah, you sounded like you went through a robot process. <laughs> kind of like the, also, the chipmunk from Hoodwinked on when he's gone coffee. Yes, that's exactly what I, I know exactly. <laughs> weird. My headset's being weird. Then um, I think it's I think it's the internet's not reaching for... you. Oh no! I can hear you guys fine though. Okay, then maybe it's I don't know. Maybe it's the headset. Maybe it's the internet. Anyways, maybe. So, 
Yeah, I'm going to look around and at the same time, I'm going to look for spiders because I'm a nervous eater. Okay, sure. Roll investigation. 15. 15. <laughs> okay, so we'll say you are going. Whoops, I don't want to hide areas. Reveal. Open up all of this. If roll 20 wants to work properly. There we go. So. You start, you know, just opening doors as Morgan passes them. Um, and you see all of the rooms are pretty much the same here. Um, the wood floors are slightly different, like just a slightly different color, maybe slightly different wood. Who knows? They are more comfortable to, you know, have no shoes on inside. Um, you find old disused beds uh, pro- now rotted with time. Mattresses all but gone. But... Decent single framed beds. Uh, each room has a single window within that looks outwards, which are the ones you could have seen from outside. Uh, you can see that most of the windows did have some semblance of bars within the glass. At one point, for those that still have glass, you can see that. If not, it's just the bars or even just boarded up with wood. <clears throat> but are there grippy socks? Mm, if they're where they have long <laughs> since disintegrated are the uh, walls made of pillows no <laughs> they are not these walls are, are nicely are they paneled made of wood flesh? no they are not made of flesh <laughs> gross <laughs> not yet anyways no, <laughs> while they're looking around DM as my detect magic comes to an end I'll take 10 minutes ritual cast it again okay um, and the very far end of the hallway oh, you oh, find oh, two what? latrines <laughs> Oh, doo-doo pot. Yeah, okay. you, you find two small bathrooms at the far end. Are they magic? <laughs> no, they are not magic. Are they magic doo-doo pots? <laughs> no, they are not magic doo-doo pots. Damn. Okay, well, uh, I got a three for the d20 for the magic. I'm going to poke down the other end then. Since nothing seems to be going on over there, I imagine it's going to be the same thing. I open the doors. <laughs> okay. Grab my reveal. Boom. Yeah, so you see pretty much the exact same thing uh, on either end. Um, And even these doors, one is actually partially off the hinge, so you can see into the hallway uh, as you get closer. And you can see, yeah, it's the same thing. Uh, Nice beds, or once nice beds uh, to one side of the room. Nice window, uh, smaller windows that look outside, not that anyone could climb out of. They're like thin enough that no one can climb out of them. Right. Unless a concursionist and a very small head. <clears throat> Partially barred. Uh, this side does not have uh, bathrooms. Seems it's only on the far side, or the far left side. That's rude. Fools. Yeah. They weren't allowed to shit. <laughs> or they would just have Bucket to go to the far only. end of the hall. Because, well, you know. Uh, this is the side of the hospital for the people who don't poop, which are girls. <laughs> Oh, jeez. <laughs> Fucking shit. Um, uh, and Not this... this case. <laughs> uh, and also both ends of each hall end in, like, large... Like... Kind of stained-glassed windows. It's it's more like stained-glass without the color, so it's just, like, designs done with solder. Uh, but right, broken up wants- by iron bars running through the glass. Okay, so who wants to go... <clears throat> up and or down? Um, seems less scary. 
Then let's go up, huh? Also, the 15 investigation, uh, you find, um, we'll say, some larger brown spiders. Yum. You know, just common yum, spiders, yum, yum. but they are sizable given their proximity to water and uh, insect breeding grounds. <laughs> oh, checks yeah, out. these insects are busting. Um, also, Morgan, roll me another con save as you're, like, walking through a lot more um, dust and rooms that have not been opened in some time. Okay. Um, nom, nom, nom. <clears throat> Seven! <gasps> you do sneeze, and as you do, like, it's probably the very, very last room, like, the one that has the least airflow to it. The window has not been broken. It's, per- like, very well sealed, and as you open the door, the very, very last room, just this, like rush of stagnant dry dust filled air goes past you and it's this horrible like almost 30 seconds of trying to sneeze and your face contorting weird before and just a burst of purple feathers oh thank god that's over Morgan has a full on dad sneeze just like it goes throughout the facility there's like dust that falls down from a chandelier <laughs> oh shit! A grandfather uh, clock goes off in the distance. No, Morgan doesn't sneeze like me. <laughs> I hope I didn't wake up any demons or anything. Mm. Wouldn't that be a shame? That would. Hello, it's me, ya boy. Sub <laughs> <laughs> hey, ghost, it's me, ya boy. Ya boy. Uh, if my sister, <laughs> if my sister listened to the podcast, she'd be very happy. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are going up uh, yes okay uh give me two seconds i have to rehide the floor because the maps is the same uh page pull a hide area hide all that hide all that Back. Fuck, I'm looking right at him. I'm stupid. There we go. Oh. New map. Well, I just... I, it's the same map. I just tossed same it. Same map. Same <clears throat> but... Yeah. Um, and as you head up to the second floor... <clears throat> the, the appearance of the building just drastically changes. Oh, dear. You head up to the what? second floor, and it's almost like the first floor was... For appearances only. This one is disgusting, broken, cold stone floor tiling throughout the room. Uh, The room in its day would have been sparse at best. There are chairs and broken tables lining and scattered everywhere throughout this floor. The windows are fewer and heavily barred built in a way that you can't tell from outside. It's homey. The doors leading to the wings are much heavier wood thick that no one could easily break through. There are like little slit windows filled with bars that allow view into the hallways so that you can always see what's inside. Um, Also, both these uh, double doors that lead into the wings have these large deadbolts that lock from outside the hall. So if you are inside those rooms and you get locked, you can't get out. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna peek <clears> in there and 
See if I can. We're talking perception or investigation for this? Uh, give me a second. I'm just gonna reveal. Roll perception. Ooh. I want to peek too, right from underneath you. Like, underneath do <laughs> Oh, no, not me. No. Okay, we're good. sorry. I, I, oh, look I, at that. Under Smiley. So, um, <clears throat> we're with your perception, looking through these barred, uh, almost prison like doors. Like, it's heavy wood and just, you know, that food tray slot at about eye level. It's just bars. Mm -hmm. Um, you can see a similar hallway to what you saw below. Uh, a line of eight doors on this particular side, each across from the other, with these uh, heavily secured and, uh, you know, like, key-requiring oil lamps uh, bolted between the rooms. Uh, you can see each of the doors is, again, this heavy, um, rough wood. All of them have these same slot-barred windows, looking into the rooms <clears throat> and although the first floor it did have these locks that you know they locked from the outside it was just this simple like deadbolt you put a lock over top it done these ones it's heavy like almost inch thick bars that lock into the wall itself <clears throat> and these walls are uh rough uh, like maybe rough wood, rough, rough stone, yeah. as the building has decayed. Here. You can see like the roof. There's leaks coming in from here. There's puddles throughout this floor. <clears throat> the windows at the far end are just almost all bar and uh, glass through what you can see through barricades. Yeah, it seems <clears throat> like whoever was regulating this place didn't really do their due diligence. This is this is, this is pretty fucked up. Like. While the first floor, it looked like, you know, it's a it's a privately owned facility that, you know, maybe families with a lot more money uh, and uh, members who had mental problems would have put their people. Again, not the best thing. I'm not the way I, I advocate mental health, but this is, you know, how people <laughs> would have handled it. Definitely not. Like, I'm putting a warning on this episode. Or on the, any any episode that requires this asylum, actually, I'm I'm putting a warning on. Disclaimer: this this session is not a manifesto. Uh, <laughs> this is not how I say to use mental to do mental health. Do not put people in asylums or sanatoriums, please. I'm not leading by example um, here. Therapy. <laughs> um, <laughs> Real uh, therapy, not this electroshock um, shit. But like this is like it, it looks like a, a nice villa, almost like I would say more akin to a tuberculosis home. Like, it looks like a nice facility where people would have stayed, but secured for safety, more or less. The top floor looks like the worst, most horribly mismanaged uh, asylum from, like, the 30s you could probably imagine. Like, we're talking Nurse Ratchet, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest shit. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> What's your next move? My, my next move is to issue a second disclaimer. Give me the grippy socks and let me garden. Um, <laughs> I want to do nothing else. Leave me alone. Um, White slip-on shoes. And yeah, for real. Um, I'm going to, since we don't see anything, presumably, that's like dangerous to us, I'm going to pop the deadbolt and jam it in place in a way that that we could, from the outside, easily, that we could like unjam it and close it again in, in, a, in a pinch, but it won't 
Genre, je veux que ça ne soit pas évident how to do it. Mm. So that I could like pop a locker on it or something and then it'll like slam closed. But I mean, these are very simplistic things. Like this is straight up just a deadbolt. You shove a lock on uh, right, after closing gonna, it. So it's, it's not it. something you can really finesse to disguise it. I'll just jam it open then. Yeah. You can jam open the doors, and as you do, like, it's it's that heavy, like, rusted iron creak as you push the door open. <clears throat> um, and you're going down the right-hand hall? Or the left-hand first? Right. Okay, because you guys were at the right. All right. <clears throat> so you, you are in the right hall now. Um, and we'll say, as you pass by the rooms, because the doors are not solid, you can see into them. These are, you know, again, worst mental health facility. Less mental health and more um, prison for people with mental issues. Um, these, the beds are hardly beds. They're more like cases of wood uh, that maybe had, like, a thin mattress on top at most. Like, it makes a futon look comfortable. And you can see there are heavy chains bolted into the stone floor next to the bed that would have manacled people to these beds. Um, the beds, unlike the bottom floor where the beds were, you know, comfortably up against a wall, giving, you know, room space, uh, at least a bit of a homey feel, comfort. These ones are dead center of the room, at most up against the back wall with a thin window that's less than half a foot, and still barred horizontally across. <clears throat> like the, and, and the walls are plain. There's like there's nothing to the walls. It's just solid stone or plaster. <clears throat> and we will say, which, which room do you want to spy into first to be able to see this? The first one. Well, first one. There's two first ones. Top or bottom? The one on the left. Top one. So here. top. So as you look into that one, <clears throat> make a perception check. Oh, I don't like that. I shall also look. Okay. Yes. Also perception. There. 14 and nice. 19. Uh, you both, as you look in, you feel like uh, the walls almost look like popcorn texture for a second to you. Like It, it looks like the, the, the smooth, what should have maybe been a smooth wall, is, is marked up or, or has some sort of grit to it. And then you notice that the entire perimeter of the room on the walls is lined with these tiny flash. hash marks. Like, like the four guy? lines, no hash marks. Like oh, count shit. five. Four, that's, yeah. That's long. That's how many oh, days shit. someone was in here? And it's maybe like two inches, maybe an inch a half across. Four lines up, one line across, and it's just haphazardly all over the entire perimeter of the room. I don't <laughs> like that. And roughly like scored in. Some I, because I, the people here would have not had anything to scratch with, so this is probably done with a nail. Now, now. Uh, based on how many I can see. Make. 
Just a straight intelligence check. Okay. <laughs> Eleven. Mm, judging by this, at least five years. Oh gosh. And we don't know. Well, we have to assume that in a, if they're being in a, if they're in a place like this, trapped. They did probably leave. for an extended period of time. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't get released. They probably died here. Which is again one of the <coughs> um, myths, one of the legends surrounding this asylum, is that a lot all of the patients died in here, and now the asylum is haunted by their mistreated ghosts. I'm gonna I'm gonna go down to the one below. Same thing. Me too. I'm gonna peek. I'm gonna follow you. While I'm um, doing the fun stuff, divine sense for the love of everything humane here. Please sure. and thank you. Okay. Well, first I'll give the perception checks because they were just rolled. 13 and 60 okay. again. You guys look into this room and it looks the room is okay. You see like the walls are relatively plain. Um no marks, but when you look downwards, you see that the bed uh, that most of them have been you know, pushed up against the wall just under the window, secured in place. This one is center of the room. And there's these circular scoring marks under the bed, as if the feet of the bed have been spun in place hundreds of times. Holy shit. Like someone spun the bed? You know, like, when Just you spin a gurney? A yeah, you, like, you, when you spin a gurney, oh like, this my. is, like, I wouldn't say exorcist levels, I guess maybe the possession, where, oh, like, it's shit. this bed, this hard, solid, like, wood, iron bed has just been spun in place like a fucking Beyblade. I have been on mute this entire time! Oh, no! <laughs> I'm so uh -oh. sorry! I would... <laughs> I just thought you were listening actively. Oh no! <laughs> what have you been wanting to do this entire time? I wanted to go down the other corridor. Okay, yeah. I'm so sorry. I swear I was not ignoring you. Oh no! Uh, uh well, because there was a, an ambulance or a fire truck. I think you just uh, muted again. Jeez! Oh no! Uh, yeah, so Sigmund's going down. Uh, we've long rested since last session. <coughs> yes, I already hit your long rest button. <coughs> uh, whoops. Um, long rest. So before you do that, panic did pop a divine sense. So, what's the word again? Sorry, I have to pop open your character. Whoop! Not Morgan. I want. I have to double check, forgetting the word for it now. Um, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Awareness, location, celestials, presence of any object. Yeah, so this place is so desecrated. Like, you are not. It's, it's full anti hallowed. <laughs> This asylum radiates so much evil, you actually almost collapse when you activine, activate Divine Sense. You almost puke. Yeah, like, it's... You go... 
Huh, this seems a little off. I wonder if this is you know. Haunted, if there's anything around me. Focus your divine powers inwards to open your senses and just... There's this wave of absolute corruption and evil intent that just washes over you. That, like, you drop to a knee. Nice. Like, you have to, like, hold yourself for a set. Like, you almost upchuck. Oh, just a little... Yeah, it's just <laughs> immediate nausea, thumping you just headache. Your mouth it's a little bit and bad. Back down, and you're just like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> like all of the so worst haunted sensations Should possible. Not have done that. <laughs> That's fun. Um, I will. That. Smiley will in, increasingly growing more and more silently enraged. Continue going through the different cells. Yeah. Uh, so, first, Sigmund, which one did you want to go to? Top or bottom? Yeah, follow. Uh, I wanted to go to... I just wanted to look down this hallway and see what's in these as I go down. Um, well, if you peer into the hallway that Smiley and Crisis are going down, it's the exact same thing. Um, it, okay. However, this one has ten doors, much like the uh, bottom floor left wing, uh, the last two being what you can only guess to be more latrines. Um, and again, it's this again rough stone floor... Like, uneven uh, tiling, uh, sturdy lamps that require locks to undo, thick wooden doors with uh, barred windows, like, no privacy here, like, half-foot-thin windows. There aren't any, like, details that catch my attention, like, things... If you look into the rooms, maybe. ...wildly different. Yeah, um, I'm looking into the rooms as I go Into down. the rooms. That's what I'm asking is, which one do you want to look into first? I guess start at the one that the start of the hallway. There's the bo- top and bottom. Left side. <laughs> left side. Left okay, side. So this one right here. Uh, sorry, I have to look at my teeny tiny number in blue. <laughs> oh, ironically. Oh, no, sorry. That's the right hand hall. I'm looking at the left hand hall. Eva. Oh, um. Eva. So, you see, on every surface of the room, each wall, the floor, the ceiling, are these scratch marks of perfect concentric circles going from the border of the room, each corner where the walls meet, towards the center of the room, each circle about an inch apart, until it goes into a dot. I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Twelve. You are stunned. Okay. Five minutes. minutes. Five minutes. As you look into the room, your mind just sinks into these concentric designs. And as you're just stood staring at it, frozen in place, unable to move your body and just stuttering words incoherently, the concentric circles almost seem to start moving inwards, like ripples in a pond going backwards, flowing towards the center until they end up into the dot. The room starts looking as if it's rippling itself solidly, not just the circles. And this happens, this goes on for five minutes, you're just stuck staring there at the room. No one's with you right now, so you're just there having this episode. Nice. 
weird. <laughs> smiley in panic. Or smiley in crisis, where are you going? Which, which, I mean, I know you're checking out each once, but we'll just go in order, so. I'll, uh, I'll head to the back of the hallway. Very, very back? Okay. Over here. Top right? or bottom? Top, top. top. Okay. Oh, I'm clinging to you. Okay, like, so nope, that's nope, number nope, four. Nope, nope. <laughs> ah, well, isn't this interesting? Um, no, no, no. Wait, whoops, I just saw it. Okay, so as you look into the room, it feels similar to the first one you looked into that had all the scratch marks across it, all the all the hash mark scoring. But as you look in, these ones are much more circular, curvaceous, and you realize that this is writing covering the entire expanse of the room, floor, wall, ceiling, written over top itself, spiraling into strange unearthly designs and you can't understand the writing but you recognize it as the same writing that morgan would make when she was mad i need both i need both crisis and smiley to make wisdom saves do i have to make a wisdom save do i go crazy too oh i'm not there did you look into the room you're not there i'm not there i don't want to see (laughs) you said wisdom save yes wisdom saves please 21 Smiley succeeds. Goodbye, friends. 14. 14. Crisis just succeeds. <gasps> and as you're looking at this writing, you almost feel like this, this presence starts creeping into your mind. But you're able to steal yourselves, push, take a deep breath, and look away from the room as you avoid short-term madness. Where to next? I want to go home. Uh, Morgan and Panic, what are you two doing, actually? I'm just hanging out, honestly. I was waiting. <laughs> You're just like, fuck it, I'm done. I'm not going nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to, like, walk in and be like, hey, guys, what you looking like? <laughs> <laughs> Morgan's like, we're going here. I'm not looking at shit. I've done it once. Don't want to do it again. <laughs> Panic? Oh, Panic's on the I literally just left. Oh, okay, so Smiley Crisis. You guys, I think, have one more room, then I'll go back to Sigmund. Okay, we'll check one more room. I mean, you can check them all. It's just I'm one more room for you guys, and then I'm going to go back to Sigmund for what he does next. Okay. We'll check the one right underneath. Just below? Okay. Well, this one you actually notice is slightly different. Uh, This one doesn't have the barred window. This door is much nicer wood, very similar to the ones on the first floor. Um, Give me a second, just going down to it. Mm. No, I did not put a lock on the door. Just checking that. (laughs) So you open up the door and you see a very nicely decorated office. Oh. Um, the walls are lined with bookshelves and books. At the kind of back to the room is a large, very nicely made, uh, beautiful, heavy wooden desk, a lavish leather chair, which does not seem to be touched by time. Most of this entire room doesn't seem to be de- uh, degraded like the rest of the asylum. Um, 
<coughs> you can see the uh, the bookshelves contain like dates along the book spines. You can see they're like sequential in years. What do you guys want to do? We should check the paper. Okay. Uh, roll investigation. See names that we know. You broke up again. Oh, see if any names that we know pop up. Okay, sure. Roll investigation. Thirteen. Um, as you start pulling the, like the heavy books out of the bookshelf, most of the pages are weather damaged. Most are mm -hmm. illegible, either by writing or by damage. Uh, the few pieces of paper or the few pages that maybe haven't been touched by any damage or, or time, because these book these these books, although the, the outsides aren't you know damaged or weathered or worn, do look really 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 old Damn. and like a lot of the pages are like crispy and or water damaged and warped and worn on the inside mm. uh, and the few you can read are essentially patient files psycho uh psychological notations uh from you know like i won't say therapy sessions but uh psychological evaluations because uh, no actual therapy went on in here then that's for sure this this was a prison. This was a mental prison. <clears throat> and this is what most of the the books on the shelves on the wall contain. It's just hundreds, if not thousands, of patient files and notes. <clears throat> um that will <laughs> it's good. Uh briefly go back to Sigmund. You are now no longer stunned. Where to next? Uh the one behind me. A Sigmund like Looks a little weirdly at the concentric circles one last time, and then just goes. Yeah, it feels as if you've just been spinning in place for, like, a minute. Or actually, probably longer. Um, the one just above it, across the hall. Uh, that's left hand. <clears throat> as you look inside, <clears throat> you can see that these walls are a lot more irregular than the concentric circles. And you notice that it's because they're covered in fingernail scratches. Rough, maybe half-inch deep, irregular fingernail scratches on every single surface. The tile floors have gouges going through them. The walls, even the ceiling, as if someone's been running across it, clawing their nails across the ceiling. I need you to make a wisdom save, please. This is why you don't go down the hallways. Alone. <laughs> Fifteen. Fifteen, you succeed. You avoid the effects of this room. <clears throat> I'll give you another room, and then we'll probably hop back to uh, Smiley and Panic. Or uh, Crisis. Yeah, oh, okay. I don't want I'll to play bedroom the... I'll stay out here. <laughs> I'll go to the next one down the line. Okay, so we'll, we'll just go in a bit of an S-curve zigzag. Yeah. Uh, number two... This one's a little, um, you know, mundane compared to the other two you just witnessed. Um, perfectly halfway up the wall in the room is a thin 
perfectly straight line that just runs the entire perimeter of the room, exactly halfway up the wall. No okay. real cause, concern, or reason to it, but it's just... From, again, seeing as your mind is fairly mathematical, scientific, you can actually estimate that this is pretty much perfectly halfway up the wall. Who knows why? Um, so since Panic was on BRB, is there anything Panic wants to be doing in this point in time? Actually. Just try, continue trying not to throw up. Well, you can turn off the Divine Sense after, like, I the could. six seconds. Um, now that you know that this place is heavily desecrated. <clears throat> it would make a lot of sense for the, uh, suspicions that the city folk have about this place. Yeah. Um, you know what, I'll also give you that, um, a lot of it is coming from below. Like, you usually don't get much of a direction when it comes to desecration and hallowing, but there is definitely a heavier and denser sense of it to, like, lower down. Um, okay. what are you, are you doing it. anything else? <laughs> no, but I'll let Morgan know. I'll just, like, slightly, like, make my way to her and just be like, yeah, okay. I have a feeling this is coming from down below. This is not going to be fun. Sorry, what? Um, evil energy, gross, almost throw up downstairs. Not fun. So, <laughs> I, the Spark Nuts uh, version. Good at. Yeah. Okay, so where am I going? Where do you need me? Downstairs? I'm just letting you know that I have a feeling that when we go downstairs, we must prepare because we are most likely going to get our asses mollywopped. Oh, right. <laughs> Is, are the rooms bad? I don't know how the rooms are doing. Have you asked the other three? They're the ones who went to the rooms. I'm <laughs> back here trying not to throw up. Why are you? Well, why are you trying not to throw up? It's not. We're just in a room, a big one. Because there's enough evil with in this place. No real discerning. But I thought I was gonna or... die for a second. Thank you very much. All right, look, I get it. The building's creepy, but look, we've fought worse, haven't we? Uh <laughs> we fought we fought tentacle monsters in space that spoke to our brains. We can handle this. I'm not sure that, but okay. <laughs> uh, smiley and crisis, you are you are in the office room. <laughs> I'm out here giving panic a pep talk. Like we got this, bro. We can do this. Don't worry, We're this is a horribly way. demonically possessed place. <laughs> <laughs> We're not pussies, and they can't tell us we are. This is Ryan and Shane. This, this is Ryan Vergara and Shane Bidet together, and it's just hilarious. I love the dynamic. Also, super short person, super tall person. <laughs> Amazing. Perfect. Smiley and Crisis, Great you are job. in the office. What are you doing? <laughs> uh, I'm going to take a deep look around, see if I can find any records. Uh, the entire wall is lined with records. Um, oh, most are fairly damaged. Despite the room, you know, seemingly not touched by most of the decay that's hit this place, it does seem to be in somewhat good repair. Um, the floor is not as broken up. There's no pools. There's no damage. The wall, the, the window, um, actually wider than the others, uh, has not been damaged and is not barred or, or, or um, uh, locked up. But the insides of the books that line the walls all like weather worn or illegible or, or water damaged and the few that you can read mostly seem to be patient files psychological yeah, that's, evaluations that's what i want 
those are exactly what <clears> I is there a desk a yeah there's a desk towards the back of the room I'm can we ask. i want to check inside the desk sure oh um, yeah i was gonna say i didn't like that sure <laughs> no me neither <laughs> no i'm not there um <laughs> i'm out here with panic <laughs> panicking <laughs> fitting <laughs> and i'm in here having a crisis so uh, a, living a up smiley is not doing yep. that um, um so smiley make me a perception check uh wait. crisis you look through the there's a couple of drawers on the you know the, the back end of the desk um most of them contain general office supplies m- Kind of some of it is, is, you know, like damage, not as bad as the books, but it's still kind of, you know, weather worn. Um, um, older materials. Uh, yeah, I'll get to the 16 in a second. However, there's was... two drawers at the bottom of the desk that are locked. Hmm. Oh, yeah. I will tell the rogue. Smiley, as you oh, are going through, <laughs> as Smiley is going through the books. I have a question first, actually. Since I mm-hmm. know the information should theoretically be here, can I roll with advantage? What information are you looking for? Just the patient files for the rooms that we're looking at right now. Oh, jeez. No, it's <laughs> not advantage. No? Uh, okay. you, like, there are three bookshelves that go back into the room to front of the room, floor to ceiling, all filled with books. All of which are patient files. Oh, a lot of which are also Ooh. just illegible books? or damaged. Yes, books. detect magic. Detect magic. I walk. Are you going to the room? Don't look into the rooms. I'm gonna go in the room. I'm going in the room. There's books. I'm going in the room. Don't look. Into you hear a very faint. Oh, books. <laughs> um, Did someone say books? Where are we going? <laughs> so, Smiley, with a Probably 16 perception, behind, you're flipping through them and. You're having to piece together a lot of information because very little of this is sequential. It's like a couple pages of like the middle of a psychological evaluation, but you can learn two things. One, there was never a single interview done with any of the patients. These are all observations just of the patient's activities and their actions. They were never spoken to never interacted with one-to-one. And the other thing, oh, there is not a single discharge file amongst any of this. The only thing you ever see is patient died. Some of which don't even have patient died. Some seem to have never left or died in here. They just patient stopped. got out. Pa- it just says the, the, the file on the patient just stops. Not died, not escaped. Although... I think I'll, with a 16, no, you wouldn't have found anything that would have said escaped. It's you're reading these and you're just like your stomach is in knots and you are feeling sick at what has been going on in this facility or yeah. had gone on because as you have been told, this facility hasn't been used for upwards of 80 years. Yeah, I want to take some oh. of the uh, some of the most horrifying ones and put them into my bag. Okay. Uh, you'll probably have to tear those pages out because you'll just take like the illegible shit, or the the actual legible material, not the entire book, because these books are like they're thick. They're thick. They're like I'd if this was more modern, I would say they're like really dense binders, but no binders. So 
yeah, very I'll, dense I'll try tomes. To cut, I'll try to cut them out cleanly with my knife. Yeah, you do so. It's not that difficult to do. Plus, the pages are so dry, you can practically just fold them and tear them and really neatly yeah. done. So I'm just going to take as much information as I can. So, hey, Morgan with Detect wildy. Magic up. Um, let me just see. Because I have to see what troopers. things are in. I've got some locked you know doors what? here. Oh, yeah. um, can I make DM history check? Uh, can I do history check? Do, uh, his, do history check to do what? <laughs> to, to, uh, what do you want to know? Because Smiley's reading the book and it just stops. Can I do history check to remember what how this place like what happened to this place? Sure, make like a history it... check. Ah, brain! Ah, brain. 19? Mm. <coughs> the and theories, I'll say, as to why and how the Clearwater Sanatorium shut down are very varied. Um... Some claim fire inside the facility, but now that you're inside, clearly not the case. Um, others obviously claim the more supernatural aspects where it became haunted, or it was a devil's nest, and it was just abandoned one day, or over the course of like a couple of months, maybe a couple of years, people stopped sending people there, patients would die. Um, honestly, there's no clear reason as to why... It stopped being used. Um, with an yeah, it just it just kind of stopped being used over a relatively short period of time. Though granted, with the history of the nineteen, um, you do know that this facility was built for one specific purpose, and it was right near, like during near, little after the end of the Infernal War, but a hundred something years ago. And it was to deal with people who had been mentally damaged, um, unhinged, or still currently in contact with ah, this infernal the forces. Hotel. So anyone so who had would be like she's a witch, she's a demon, and then they take your wife. Yeah. Also, like people who it's had crucible, devil contracts. In D D. Yeah. People who who were influenced by devils, they would have been sent here. Um, never escape that show. At least that was the intent. Um, <laughs> judging by these patient records, that was not the execution. Um, cool. Uh, so and, also I have to roll a d20. Okay, uh, you still have to take magic up from before. You don't have to roll it. Oh, cool. Do I have to yeah. detect any magic in the room? Getting to that. <clears throat> I will also say that going by a 19 history, yeah. the couple of years that the sanatorium is believed to have shut itself down or stopped being used... Um, that date doesn't match the records that you're finding. These records oh. go at least ten years longer. Ah, oh, no! No, no! Uh, okay, so everyone, pretend all of that was said with a, with a British accent and came out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Now, with Detect Magic, you do actually find there is some magical sources within the... Uh, what Black side? Drawers. <laughs> because there's there's things in drawers, and there's actually one thing that's gonna it, it does stuff. And anyways, uh, da -da 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 -da. there we go. It would help if I 
actually separated right and left. <coughs> actually, you... And, yeah. I know there's a fucking safe somewhere, but apparently not. I thought I wrote a safe in here. Anyways, you, okay, you, you, you find magical sources from both rows. I thought I had put an iron safe in one of these, but uh, apparently I did not. Um, but yeah, you, there's a couple. things. <clears throat> um, let's see. Minions. I found There's at least a few schools of magic. There's definitely one that you would call, um, divination. <clears throat> okay. Uh, let me just... I really should have separated this a bit better. <laughs> Mood. I've been there. We've all been there. Because I entered everything, but like I didn't space it out, so it's just like a solid block of text anyways. <laughs> Who yeah. just turned into a turkey? Kev. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there we go. That's That's something else. Yeah, so the only school, actual school of magic is divination. The others just have magic. I'll say you have two, two points of magic in there. Okay. One in each drawer. Well, if anyone is willing to open these drawers, there's I magical just... things. <laughs> I found them first. Uh, uh, they're locked, you say? Yes, they are locked. Yes. I got Is this. that what we're waiting on the whole time? Why, why did I Eve's tools check. I mean, at this point, Crisis did say thing, but I th oh. I'd say Smiley was kind of, you know, uh, busy busy oh, no. with the books. Uh, with a natural one? Jeez. It's a no. Good thing natural I... ones aren't a Wait. critical fail with tools. No. Oh, uh, that still doesn't work because the DC no, is higher. The DC is up. If you fail again, you're probably going to break the lock. <laughs> I mean,. Fair, but it's also not like we care if we end up breaking the desk. So if I fuck this up, then we can just this do that. Uh, which drawer were you going after, left or right? Yeah, left, I guess. Left? Okay. Um, no, uh, that still doesn't work. And as you're, you know, fiddling with it, this lock is probably seemingly old. I cast and mending on the lock. <laughs> you snap one of the tumblers inside of it. I cast mending. <clears throat> Would I allow mending to fix a lock? You know what? It's creative, so sure. I don't want to be a no GM. Yeah. The fuck. DC is okay, still the higher me. one. That's fair. I I do think that mending ro per raw would still work on the lock. Yeah. Roll roll, roll your tools check. See if you can open it. Twenty one. Twenty one. Yeah, that does open it. So on the left in the left drawer, you find two things. One. A uh, small wooden chest. Um, it has a lock, but it's like little more than a jewelry lock, and you can kind of just pop it open with a slight amount of force. Nice. <clears throat> uh, inside the chest, you do find, uh, after a quick count, 200 gold and 22 platinum. Whoa. Oh. Oh. Whoa. And you also find something else, which you recognize. I'm arriving. A small bluish green crystal orb similar to the one that Paris Irafina had in his hidden room in his mansion. I remember this. I was there for that. What does that mean? 
means this, this might have been a Viri Sibbins office. Like, yes. while, while these are, you know, fairly nondescript, the material they're made out of is very distinct, and they match perfectly. Oh. Maybe they're sending stones. <laughs> and Morgan, this is what you were sensing divination magic from. Ooh, is that ooh, crystal ooh, identify? Uh, okay, roll me a d20 on that one. Okay, so uh, your count does go up. Uh, you are at a two. Damn right. I think you had cast an, uh, no, you're at a three. I, I forgot to up it. <clears throat> okay, yeah, so it's four. No, you're at a three now. I forgot to up it to a two uh, before uh, from a previous uh, detect magic. Right, 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 right. right. <coughs> um, Got it. Sorry. Uh, going down. Drawers, 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 drawers. Here we go. Um, it's, I wouldn't say a sending stone, but it is very similar. It is a crystal orb of communication, and basically this crystal orb can communicate with all the others in the same set. It's it's a uh, long wave radio, pretty much. Closed channel communications. But so can they see through it or can they only hear mm -hmm. through it? Uh they can see it, in the same way as a video call. It's not like a scrying orb. It's basically like, right. you know, evil witch see uh, mirror mirror on the wall sort of thing. So like like I, if you if call you you're FaceTime it. It's a FaceTime yeah, orb. If if we throw a blanket over it, they won't be able to see. No, but they wouldn't be able to do anyways. It's again, it's it's FaceTime. <laughs> it's it's fantasy it. FaceTime. So yes. Yeah. You like, have to that's communicate what, like, between other, them. My other question there is like is it can they activate it at their Remotely. own whim or do we have to accept the call? Like do we have you to have accept, to accept the, call? the call? Okay, cool. So this is cool to have. Like by the again, this is not an item that has a description. It has just like a programmed magical intent where someone can communicate towards an orb or towards all the orbs and they will have like a visual stimulus that you will have that alerts to communication coming in, but you have to actually activate the item to receive the communication. Right. Okay. And if I activate the item to receive the communication, will they see me back? Yes, they yes. would. Yes. Okay, cool. Good to know. Right. So this is um, crazy. This is a problem. Ah, it could be useful. <laughs> Put it in a bag. We can spy on people. Yeah, sort of. I mean, we can spy on them, like, once. Or we can, like, put a blanket up and accept the call, and then we all hide behind the blanket and listen. <laughs> 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 but, like, that's about all I've got right now. Ooh, I know, I know what Iverius Sibin looks like. I could disguise myself as him and answer the... F Holy yeah, shit. Except oh, my know. brain's exploding. It's so fucking wrinkly and big. Oh, my God. Also, okay. <laughs> hey, let me smooth your brain out for real quick for a second. We don't know for a fact that this is Xavier Sibbins. No, I know, but don't. It's, it doesn't Let's... associate with the person who owns it. It's just like a network. Smooth you know, whatever that is. Smooth it's like, imagine, imagine a spider web, right? <laughs> no, thanks. All of the points are connected. Alright. Before we get to the right hand drawer, Sigmund is still on his own. Sigmund, my dear buddy. <laughs> I'm coming back to you. Next one! The one behind me. Alright. Uh, that would be number six on the left hand. 
this one has uh a a um what's what's the word again for it you know the fear of irregular shaped holes yes oh um it has a, a glory hole <laughs> it starts with an s georgia what is it we've we've listened to magnus enough but i'm brain farting on the word it's the fear of multiple holes of of irregular closely patterned holes oh shit um i know this one onomatopoeia <laughs> no what? no give me a sec tryptophobia tryptophobia that's the one Oh, this would be a trypophobic almost nightmare. Um, it's not irregular shaped, but they uh, it's a bunch of circular pitting across the entire room, um, almost like a reverse golf ball. Um, but they're all one inch wide, one inch deep. Like, they're not irregular. But this, this room looks weird as shit. No saving throw, luckily, though. Um, now I'm specifically looking for... A- if there is one in this hall. If there's what in this hall? An office. An office? Okay. So we'll do the next two rooms. We'll go top first. Uh, number three. Actually, nothing in it. <laughs> this room is fairly normal. <coughs> um, number seven. This one only has scratch marks across the ceiling. What? No, um, what the fuck? Like, there's no scratch marks Dude, on the they, walls or the floor. The like, what the? Yeah, f- it's it's I'm almost jumping. like someone was crawling across the entire ceiling with horrifically dragon nails, and it's just scratch marks all over. I don't like that. Don't and like I will that say that anytime there's scratch marks, a lot of it looks like it was done with someone's fingernails. Were these people's nails made out of, like, fucking diamond or something? Who knows? Like, Who knows what um, prolonged years in a desecrated place, which is possibly influenced by fiendish infernal magic, can do to a person. I mean, this place is fucking me up for sure. I don't like it at all, but I heard... Is there books in here? Uh, so we'll do the last, uh, last two rooms. <clears throat> yeah, because I heard books, and that's what I wanted to know about. Oh, there's no, there's no books in this one. So the last two doors again, latrines, oh. as you had suspected. The top last room, you see, again, there's just scratch marks. However, they're all around the window, as if someone was desperately trying to get out by the window. But it's like they're all just concentrated around it, in in like a cir- circular kind of blooming. Thing. Like they're trying to dig the window out. <coughs> you can almost swear you still see a nail embedded in the wall. Very Jeez. Silence of the Lambs moment. Um, and the very bottom one in eight, there's nothing. It's a nor. It's another, albeit normal room in comparison to some of the other things you have witnessed here. Now, at this point, the two sides have caught up to each other in terms of time. <clears throat> okay, and there's nothing. There's nothing else here. There's no. No, office. it's there's no office. The only office seems to be on the other side. But there are still four rooms that have not been looked into on the other side. If anyone would like to, I will take this door. a look. Right here. 
Okay. We're opening Die doors. Door. Is there doors? Door. Is there is there books? Doors. Um, these are again all patient rooms. Uh, this is the right hand hall, number three. <laughs> I don't. I don't I think I should have opened this one. I think someone else should have. So opened this one, this one again looks like there's a lot of damage done to the walls. Morgan, roll me a perception check. Fuck. <laughs> I like looking for shit, man. I always find it, and it finds me. Fifteen. Okay. Um, you can see that they're all of one inch wide, scratched designs of an open eye. Thousands of them covering every inch of the room. Anyone else want to look inside? I wink, wink, nudge, nudge, eyebrow wiggle. DM, I don't say a word. I just silently walk to the next door over to the left, and then I just I just silently stare at it and wait to open that one. Darn! I don't say anything. Actually, no. I will. I'll swing it open while they go look at the fucking eyeball room and get traumatized. Like actually, I um I apparently opened the wrong room for something because I did not read my very faint blue coloring that's also not fucking opaque. <laughs> in the room. This one was supposed to be the spinning bed, but I'm going to use what the spinning bed was in. Um, you see these spiraling markings covering the entire room. Spiraling from one end downwards into a point where it just doesn't keep going. Like It just goes into a, a single dot or a, a small circular point. I need you to make a wisdom save. Of course. I'm crazy again! Wow. So you fail. God damn it. Oh, does Major Armor help? <laughs> no. Uh, you're not mad, luckily, because this is not one of the madness effects. Um, but you do have disadvantage on all ability checks for four minutes. Fuck. Because nice. I'm taking... This is essentially the Pathfinder sickened <laughs> yeah, uh, okay. thing. Like... The spiral, you basically just have severe vertigo right now. Mm -hmm. And it's like, the room is covered in these spiraling markings, and it's very Uzumaki. Thanks. Georgia. Ah, yeah. Like, this is, this is Uzumaki at its worst. Oh no, I'm talking about Junji Ito. I'm the Hokage, believe it, okay? (laughs) Oh no, I'm going with Junji Ito here. This is a horrendous spiral. The vicious spiral. Um, I know Smiley, when he's back, will open <clears throat> the next drawer, but we'll wait for that. You got you got two more rooms I'll, no one's looked into, and Sigmund can go join up. everyone else at this point. I'll open this door too. I, you know what? I'm already taking hits. I'm taking. I'm taking. <laughs> my guards are too. I'm curious. Six. I'm taking okay. hits. Why is Morgan upside down? <laughs> uh, I just spinned around to look at the door. I don't know why I did that. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Sensitivity like a million right now. Holy shit! Um, sick. Uh, actually, there's nothing in here. This room is is normal, despite everything else. I love how Kev just turned Sigmund on an angle to be funny. (laughs) Um, and the very last room. Dragon Ball. 
We're, we're touching our fingers together and we're going to become an old that. man with mental health problems. <laughs> um, this one is, uh, we'll say this one's a bit different. Mm. Um, this room looks a lot dirtier than all the others oh, that's a, that's until you realize that it's covered in tons, hundreds of small scorch marks. Like, there was tons of powerful, localized fire across the stone in the room. Uh, can I do Arcana check? On this uh, sure, what do you want to know? I want to know if these are, like, some kind of, like, blast their way out, or was this, like, a demon or some shit? Sure, roll Arcana. What? Oh, yeah, 21. Damage. Nice. <clears throat> Me. Uh, my big wrinkly brain. Not back. demonic, not devilish, not fiendish. Mm -hmm. it's possibly magical. No, not fireballish. These are too okay. small and irregular to be a bla a massive blast of fireball. It's almost oh, like what? a thin stream of fire spun sporadically, or someone, or like small gouts. Would it be similar to like flames. a firebolt? Maybe a bunch of times. Um. If Firebolt was... Firebolt? Even Firebolt would be too big. Like, these are really thin and okay. small. It's almost Weird. like if someone someone's could shoot a torch welder. Yeah, someone's peeing, peeing fire. All right. Yeah. I see. Well, I think we should uh, leave and forget we ever came here, but let's go up more, I guess. Or down. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I was just Let's waiting for Smiley to unlock the other drawer, but he's back. Oh, yeah. So, uh, anyone else want to check out rooms that they haven't actually looked in so I can try and make you guys go insane? Nothing. <laughs> anyone want to look in the eye room? Come on, look in the eye room. Do you want to put a book full of spells in any of the rooms? I'll go for it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'll go crazy for that shit, you know I will. <laughs> Unfortunately, no, no spell books here. Fuck. <coughs> or is there, actually? Let me, let me see. I actually have to... <laughs> oh. Did I, did I actually put a, a spell book here? <laughs> It'd be cool if it did. It'd be cool if I found it, because I might detect magic. I no, I didn't put any spell books. <laughs> there is one other magical source from the right hand drawer, but that's it. Yeah, but we gotta wait for Smiley to open it. Mm. It's unfortunate that no one failed any of the fun saving throws. Yeah, Smiley's busy shitting and pissing and farting. Like, like short term madness or curses. Yeah, I would love to go through short term madness again. Mm. <laughs> okay. You went through long term madness. Short term oh, is like one d ten minutes. <laughs> I did long term madness. Oh yeah. shit! Oh, that you know, every time you get long term madness, they say it's it it happens easier the next time. You shouldn't you shouldn't go to sleep if you have it. It's like a concussion. <laughs> I'm saying. It's like a concussion. I ruined a bit because I got bored, but yeah. But anyways. Yeah, the dreams are wonky. It's like going to bed after you had too many edibles. 
Uh, I would argue that that is the best way to go to bed. Uh, <laughs> I said too many, <laughs> not some. Too many. Like, you ate, like, the uh, full I, thing. Uh, my tolerance is currently at 200 milligrams. <laughs> and I go to the fucking moon, baby. Let's go. Don't worry. If you go to the moon here, the moon's alive. Uh, well, mm-hmm. at least it's not haunted. I bet. I bet <laughs> Maybe it's alive because it's haunted. I woke the moon. Uh, What's worse, the moon being haunted or the moon being alive? Both. Both. Yeah. <laughs> you can go to the moon in Mario, but like this is different. This is a lot harder here. See, I like. I like. There's a planet in Starfinders. Uh, packed world settings that's not a planet people think it's an egg but it's all flesh Ew. <sighs> that sounds like shit i'd do Ew. Like guardians of the galaxy 2 we all know that that's shit that i would do, oh, <laughs> shit would do. a planet made entirely of flesh Ugh. i mean that's Ugh. i would flesh. like to just open the other drawer <laughs> Let's just assume he can do it, or just roll for him. It's, it's just he because it's a like drawer. I feel bad when, when I roll for it because he said he wants to do it. And if, he, and if he breaks it, I'll just fix it and he can try again. <laughs> Which I will put a limit on that. At some point, mending will not I mean, work like, to fix that I, anymore. I mean, like, I mean, like, yeah, but like the first shot, you know, yeah, there's only one time. Fine, just to to move this along, I shall thieves tools. <laughs> 17. That succeeds. No, okay, hell yeah. <clears throat> I cast mending. Anyways. <laughs> you relock it. Yeah, relock it. <laughs> Damn it. Do it again, Smiley. That was cool. Do it again. We're, we're killing time here. Just keep unlocking it, please. <laughs> this is the game now. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's it's literally the lock-picking minigame from, like, Elder Scrolls Online just over and over. <laughs> The entire campaign. Um, so the right-hand drawer, which was supposed to have um, uh, an iron safe in it, apparently doesn't anymore, contains quite a few things, actually. Uh, quite a bit of uh, parchment. Uh, letters. Letters? A lot of, a lot of letters. Uh, you'll have to go through them to find out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, what seems to be the deed to the Clearwater Sanatorium. Uh, oh my god, we own this now. Wait for it. And the point of magic... Well, there's two other things. I'll, I'll get to the point of magic last. Um, there's a thick, old, weathered journal inside. And the very last thing that was uh, pinging the magic for Morrigan is contract. Fuck. Uh-oh. A devil contract. Ah, oh, fuck. Gods. Now, you guys can look With- through each one of these things to find out what's going on. Oh, no. Who wants to look through what? <laughs> I want to look through the letters. Okay. Roll investigation. <clears throat> Has it been okay. four minutes yet? Mm, yeah, it's been four minutes. Okay. The contract is written in what language? Uh, the contract Next. is written in a combination of common and infernal. However, it's also arcane. And so you will need an Arcana check. Arcana? Okay, yeah. Yes, it's an Arcana check. I, be, I speak both of those. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I got an 8. Let's go. Okay, 
So crisis going through the letters. Here's a fun thing. I'm going to read the contract. So first, the letters. Crisis, you find a couple things. One, you find a fun thing that you currently have in your possession. You find the return letters from Sir Zed. Yes! Awesome. Um, I can read those out later. And I will put the full conversation uh, up in chat later. You also find letters addressed from other members of the Nonus Arcanum. Because each yeah. letter has the Nonus symbol with a different part of the knot emboldened, as is usual. And although you can't read the letters, they seem to be written in some sort of gibberish. Um, you can only guess because this is a 23 investigation. Uh, these letters were written with a cipher. So they uh. are coded. You can't understand them. The ones from Zed are fine. The ones from Zed are just in fucking common. But you do read a number of names that have been addressed or that were uh, sent from. You see the names of Maeve Araldor, Zaley Evitosh. Dalin Mbdaliakalis and Ashan Renorum. Can you put those names in yes, chat? Yes, I will. Please? Thank you very Dave much. Eraldor. Ivatosh. Dalin Mbdaliakalis and Ashan Renorum. Now, here's a fun thing. There's three names you recognize here. Yeah. Maeve. <clears throat> Maeve Araldor. The member of the Nonus Arcanum that Valtroy was seeking it. Yes. Zaley Evatosh, which you guys just recently learned the name of. The person who taught Hiln the in-progress spell they use to hop through planes. Yeah. And Dalin Emdaliakalis as the name of the person who hired the Bright Guard to take down one of the Dreamwalker Stone Giants. <gasps> the oh, only name geez. you don't recognize and you have never heard before is Ashan Renorim. Hmm. So, along with the other members that you know from the Nonus Arcanum, being Averius Ibn and Bahara Serafina, you now have six names. Ooh, what I miss? Now confirming that Dalin M. Daliakalis is indeed part of the Nonus Arcanum. <laughs> yeah. He's the one who wrote out the contract. Right? Uh, Dalinum Daliacalis is the one who hired the Bright Guard. Okay, who hired, yeah. The, yeah. yeah, that's what I meant. Okay, uh, at least you. as the, that's what um, Terrence Noble, I forgot his name for a second, Terrence Noble said and told you guys was that this particular person was the one who hired the Bright Guard to go gather a couple of interesting uh, creature parts, one of which was part of a Dreamwalker Stone Giant. And they acquired from Pathmaker. 
Uh, also, for what you missed, uh, I rolled for you to unlock the drawer. Sorry, just we went through everything else on the floor. <laughs> totally fine. Um, so you guys found a bunch of shit in the second drawer. Uh, return letters from Sir Zed, along with letters from other Nonus Arcana members whose names I have now detailed. How the, while the letters from Sir Zed are common, the ones from the Nonus are ciphered. <clears throat> you found the deer, the deed to the Clearwater Sanatorium. You just looked at it briefly. You found an old weathered journal, and you found a devil contract. And now, Morgan, with an 18 on the devil contract, that just wow. succeeds. Wah, 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 wah. Here's a fun fact. Uh-oh. The contract is with Zizix. Oh my god. This contract is between Zizix and Iverius Ibn. The contract stipulates oh, that in return for sending Zizix personally 20 souls every year for the remainder of Iverius's life, Iverius will gain non-aging immortality. Ah, we got him! I ah. knew he was fucking weird, baby! The contract was made over a hundred years ago. Yeah. Wow! We bring this shit, we bring, we're gonna crack the case, guys. We bring this shit into the fucking into the into the legislative body. This means oh, this that Iverius Ibn was alive during the Infernal War. Oh God! Damn! So do we have to kill him now? Or now, looking at the deed to the Clearwater Sanatorium, <laughs> it is in the name of Sir Iverius Ibn. And dated near the end of the Nine Hells War. He has God. always been the owner of the Clearwater Sanatorium. Damn it! Wow. And lastly, whoever is looking inside that journal, um, you can't read it. It is also co it's in written in a coded shorthand. Um, but it clearly does belong to Iverius Ibn. God damn it. Well, that explains everything. Um, you can definitely try deciphering the letters from the Nonus and the journal, but it will take time. <clears throat> um, given my uh, given my experience with ciphers, would I have a, a somewhat easier time with it? What what abilities with what what experience with ciphers do you have? <clears throat> knowing knowing thieves can't that, that is a cipher. Uh, it's it's a complex cipher, even. No. No. That was worth a shot. I mean, you can also bring these to a code breaker if you can find one. Yeah. Now, uh, um, if anyone hold would on. like, hold on. Hold if on. anyone would like, I do have the letters from Sir Zed. If you would like to read them. Yes. 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 Now. I am a linguist. Um, <clears throat> now, you already have the original letters from Sir Zed, which I believe Crisis kept. Yes. So you have. Uh, you know what? I'm just going to read these Wait. in the voices. If Sigmund. Sigmund <laughs> Good day, Sir Zed. Feet, so or should I say Afazedin of the Infernal Demon Summoning Brigade, Cult of the Baylor. I have been keeping a close watch on your actions for quite some time, and I wish to aid you in your efforts. Enclosed with this correspondence is a token of my interest and good faith, your hopeful benefactor. This was sent by Averius Eben. I do not know how 
how you found or acquired one of the keys, but you have intrigued me at the very least. Your brazen attitude with de in dealing with me is equally as intriguing. What do you wish to gain by aiding me? I will not be tricked by false intentions. Aphazeddin. Gracious Aphazeddin, you paint me in such bleak colors. I am nothing more than an in interested party. I wish to see what you can achieve when properly provided for. If there is anything more you may need for your goals, do not hesitate to call on me, your benefactor. Sir, I do not wish to trust such simple and idle curiosity. No one is that honest. However, if you are fool enough to give me the key, then I will not turn you away just yet. If you are rightfully able to provide me resources, then I will test that. I need to get into the city of Amanos. Its lake is a key to opening a door. However, the deific vision in the city easily denies me access inside its walls. If you can do that, then I will believe your words. Aphazeddin. Dear Aphazeddin, I can indeed do that. Enclosed with my correspondence is a parchment that will allow you passage into the city undetected. As further show, as a further show of my good faith, there is faith there is a residence I have prepared for you inside the city, which has been enchanted to allow you sustained presence within the city. Your benefactor. Sir, I was dubious of your abilities and intentions before, but I am convinced that a very, at the very least, you are capable. You are able to give me what I need. The home you gave me is rather comfortable to my surprise. Let this be another test of your skills. In order to open a door in good time, I require the rest of my followers. However, my own resources are coming up dry to the current prisons. If you can provide a means of locating them, then I would be both impressed and grateful. Aphazeddin. Would Aphazeddin, what you request is but a paltry trick. Enclosed with my correspondence again are several divination pins. They will be able to pinpoint strong fiendish presence. To use them, merely point one at a map and speak the command. The pin will find the nearest fiend to where you have placed it on the map. I hope this belays any remaining re reservations you have about me, your benefactor. <clears throat> Sir, you have again proven yourself to me, and have my thanks. I have located a number of fiends across the lands and have sent my servants to confirm a number of them. While a handful were nothing more than wayward fiends, a few were so enchanted by divinity that my servant could not get close to them. I will require marks to hire and release my followers. This, however, I can do on my own. Aphazeddin. Esteemed Aphazeddin, <gasps> this is rather good to, to know. As a further token of my faith in your efforts, I have provided you with what I will call a last resort. Not many people are skilled enough to enter the locations of your followers. Uh, would hardly release them unharmed, let alone unslaughtered. These parchments will these parchments will halt your followers from re-entering the hells should they be slain. All they need to do is all you need to do is write the true name of a follower on a parchment. If killed, the individual will instead appear in the proximity of their corresponding parchment. After which, the parchment will burn away, your benefactor. Sir, once again, you have proven yourself quite useful. Your gifts are once again appreciated. However, I have come across what seems to be an impassable obstacle. The prisons 
are much too divinely enchanted, and no one, fiend or not, is able to approach or even enter the areas. It seems my efforts must not be on my own, Aphazeddin. Wonderful, Aphazeddin. All you need to do is ask. Your dilemma is no more than a bump in your road. Following this correspondence will be a number of objects that will prove this bump from your remove this bump from your path. Place five of the rods around the area where one of your followers is found, as close as it can be approached. Knock any one of the rods with the chime, and the area will be translocated effectively, removing its enchantment. You're a benefactor. <clears throat> Sir, you are again uh -huh. most gracious, and your aid has proven invaluable to my cause. Even more so, as somehow the dousing pins have each relocated themselves to new locations of my followers. <clears throat> I have contracted a number of aspiring greenhorns to release my followers under false pretenses of rescue missions and exploration. The spy Vazeth has already been released and returned to me via your failsafe spell. I have already sent these pawns to retrieve to retrieve Kajodi the Houndmaster. The process of the ritual is halved with each of my followers returned to me. Aphazeddin. Fair Aphazeddin, I am pleased to know that may your plan move forward with continued experience expediency. Contact me again should you require any further aid. I yearn to see the fruits of your labor soon, your benefactor. And that is the end of the letters. <clears throat> I know that was long as shit. I had written this <gasps> so long ago. Oh my gosh! It's us! Right. Thank you for listening to this episode of Galdercast. This episode featured Dan as Alaric Smiley Grin, Sadie Bennett as Morrigan, Tanya as Crisis the Kobold, Georgia as Panic, Kevin as Sigmund Drakram, and Sean as Dungeon Master. If you enjoyed the episode, consider leaving us a like, comment, or review, as well as share the episode to help others find our podcast. If you want to know when new episodes come out, you can always follow us on Podbean, Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, and Stitcher under Galdercast. You can also find us on Twitter at Galdercast for future episodes and possible channel updates, news, and other notifications. Lastly, we now have show merch. So, if you'd like to help support the show, plus get some fun merch, head over to galdercast.creator-spring.com and keep an eye out as we continue to release more merch in the future. You can find all these links in the description below. Thanks again, and we'll see all you crows in the next episode of our adventure.